Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Get up in here. What is up, everybody? Welcome to Summer League. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Shady Let's go. Turn it down. Yeah, actually, actually turn, it, turn it way down. Turn, Jesus, the, turn, turn the lights off. off. <laughs> Close the windows, guys. We're coming to Carry you hungover. Come and see you from Victory Burger. Delicious Victory Burger. It's so good. It's so freaking good. Dev's already had two Victory <laughs> Burgers in two days. Dev, which Victory Burger did you choose today? Um, the Undefeated. Uh, no, which one did you have today? The Victory oh, Burger. I had the um, the Hangover. Oh, I mean, yeah, the Hangover. Dev specifically chose a product called the Hangover Burger. Why Smart did you cho- why did you choose that, Dev? <laughs> um, honestly, it was because they have eggs on their, their uh, burger. And loves, I just, yeah, I'm a breakfast guy. He Everybody knows that. Everybody knows that. Guy, so that's the only reason that yeah. I chose the Hangover Burger. <laughs> Anybody else? Anybody else have I, I had a, I had the fondue burger. I'm so fancy like that. Yeah, you had roasted that was, artichokes. Uh, that was a bold order from you. Oh, yesterday. it was so good. Though, oh, I'm you wanted you. to you wanted to get a soft French cheese burger <laughs> exactly. in honor Victor Wembanyama's <laughs> debut. Very very soft. Very very soft. We're gonna get to him, guys. We're here obviously at Circa Sportsbook and Casino. You can see the sportsbook behind us, the best sportsbook in all of Las Vegas. Dude, honestly, amazing. man, this is like state of the art, enormous. Yeah. You kind of feel like you're at an IMAX theater. Yeah. yeah. And then guess what? They also have a second one outside by the pool. Yeah. The pool is also a sports Where book. we're doing the show from tomorrow. I'm I telling believe. you guys, like we, I've, we've been coming to Summer League together now for a couple years. I always say to you guys, always Fremont Street. Free, Fremont Street, that's where it's at. That's where it all is. Here we are at Fremont Street, and I'm telling you, Circa is the pearl of Fremont Street. It's the heart of it Vegas. It is, man. Also, I thought that there was only like seven screens or something like that. You get closer, there's like 20. Yeah. Yeah. Very large screens here. It's it's a beautiful no, setup, honestly. Circa is like doing to Fremont Street. It's just trying to, It's it, I would say it's elevating yeah. Fremont yeah. Street. You come to the Circa, like you have our thoughts on what uh, downtown Vegas is. And then you think about guys like Adam walking around yeah. looking for t- fried deep fried Twinkies. And oh, I love the deep fried Oreos. That yeah. is what uh, traditionally downtown Las Vegas has meant. Circa. Right. Changing the game. You know what yeah. it is? Honestly, Fremont Street is the Colfax Avenue of Las Vegas. Yes, it is. <laughs> and Circa is the DNVR bar. Eh. I'm not even kidding. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> it's the DNVR yeah. bar. Guys, we have, we have a great show for you today, though, because the Nuggets finally played a summer league game, and there was a surprise. Hunter Tyson. Dude. Oh, man. Hunter Tyson. My God, who? Hunter, Hunter Jordan, some people Hunter, are calling yeah, some him. A taller Michael Jordan, I heard a comp. Um, honest to God, to me, he is the top story, and it's almost a surprise that that you know, we came in with some other guys as like the top of the list or this. But to me, it's unquestionable that he is the top story from game one of Summer League. Questionless. <laughs> <laughs> there is no question. And it, it's funny because Hunter Tyson was clearly the third rookie that we were talking about. Yeah. It was Julian Strother, yep. the first round pick. Jalen Pickett, who, I mean, you do host the show, so you steer a lot we'll of talk, the conversation. We'll talk about him. And Jalen Pickett's gotten a lot of hype from us. I think deservingly so. Um. We've spent the least amount of time on Hunter Tyson, naturally. And what does he do in game one? Comes off the bench to score 21 points on 7-13 shooting. Hits three triples. Dude. And it's not—it's one thing when you just put up the numbers, but, like, he popped. Yeah. He oh, looked yeah. like a guy. Yeah. And, and that was, like, the big takeaway. He looked like a player in 
game one of Summer League. That's, of course, the huge qualifier. But, I mean, he exceeded, I think, every expectation that we had for him. My God, it wasn't – he didn't just look like he was in control offensively. He erased Drew Timmy at the rim. He blocked a shot at the rim and absolutely decimated Drew Timmy. He was – And then what did he do? Do you remember? Uh, no. Oh, is, he, is, the double flex. Oh, oh yes. Oh, yeah, double flex. <laughs> Threw himself into Man. the – And I got to tell standard. you, like, <laughs> he played such a masterful – first half and that the Nuggets rest of the rookies stopped passing him the ball in the second half because he was shining too hard and like they they you wanted think? yes I do no they didn't, really no, they did not pass the ball this. to him in the second hey, half I'm conspiracy corner can we I'm telling you man he, like I'm saying like they he, froze him out his stats would have looked so much better but he had no action in the second half you don't think it was at all because the defense was like oh shit we should probably there guard was, honestly there were wide open shots that were not they were, he, they're not being delivered actually even this one not even just the defense. It was they went zone. Milwaukee. They did go zone. I, I feel like you should be you'd be fined if you go zone during summer league. You should be summer fined. You, it should be illegal to play zone. You know how it's illegal to play zone in like fifth grade. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it should be illegal to play zone in summer league. Well, it's like cheating. Hunter, Hunter Tyson, like he surprised a lot of people. Yeah. Um, first off, the name is wild to me. I can't wait till he comes up with a nickname. Dude, no, I asked him. First off, so, me so up. this oh. has been a, we've been trying to coax a, a, a nickname out of him. First of all, he he <laughs> says it even more country. I think you have to say it country. He says it like Hunter. 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 Yeah, Hunter. Like, I was like, what do you want to be called? I don't know. Just Hunter. Hunter. I'm telling you. Hunt. I'm going to call him the reverse because his name is backwards. His name should be Tyson Hunter. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it is wrong. It's wrong. It's not Hunter Tyson. It's wrong. Those are, first, it's, those are it's two first definitely names. Wrong. But the way that he plays, so right. I can't believe how, the confident, how confident he was yeah. out yeah. on the court um, on offense and defense. Um, you know, going into it, um, you know, when he got drafted, it was like a shocker because it was like, where did this come from? But then when you see him out there, he's, he's, he's a true wing. He knocks down every single shot that comes his way, and he's he's swaggy the yeah, entire swaggy. time. Like he's flexing after swaggy threes, H. he's yep. blocking shots at the rim and flexing. He's trash talking, and nobody you know, nobody can do anything about it because he's backing it up the entire time. That was quite the debut for him. So so that was the biggest thought I had about his game. We heard about the motor, the competitiveness, and the more you talk to people with the Nuggets, they're like, oh yeah, like when he, he had his pre-draft workout in Denver, we were like. Holy shit, this guy plays really hard and is super competitive. We might want to draft him. Right. And then you saw that in game one. He has beaten the Tyler Lydon <laughs> comparisons and accusations the the in allegations. one game. Yeah, yes. game. Some would say he has a better career already. <laughs> because <laughs> Tyler Lydon played like scared at Summer League. Yes. Yeah. He didn't want to shoot. At Summer League. <laughs> <laughs> Which was a very bad sign. Like very that bad. was a huge red flag. We, we saw that from other high profile uh, we'll get to that. Yes. We'll get to that. But Hunter Tyson has already beaten the Tyler Lydon accusations. Unbelievable. Because he plays with fire. Like, he plays with this competitiveness that is just fun to watch and, and gets the people going. You feel like every movie, like, especially in the 90s, the, every movie there was, like, sports movie, there was a team, and then the country kid shows up, and they're like, get out of here, country kid. Like, we don't want you on our team. And then he, proves, then he proves himself to actually be, <laughs> yes. you know, like, yeah. no, he's actually tough and this and that. that. That was totally, like, we kept hearing from everybody. He has that motor. He plays hard. He plays intense. And you think, like, Whenever people say that, you're yeah. almost like, this guy sucks. <laughs> like, right? Like, yeah, this is right. And then you watch the game, and you're like, oh, no, this guy plays like a lunatic. Yeah. He actually has lunatic energy out there, and that really is a trade. It's not just a thing you say to a guy that doesn't have skill set. You're like, no, 
he has an intensity to the way he plays that is impactful. Yeah. No, I, I, I literally could not be more impressed. I don't think that I've ever been more impressed with a summer league debut, debut for a Denver Nugget. Really? I'm trying I to mean, think. We've had some pretty good ones who in had, recent years. Who, who had the best ones? Bones I mean, Highland had a great one. Oh, uh, Bones Highland did have a good one. Bull, I think you Bull declared Bull him looked, Damian Lillard. Bull 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 literally Damian Lillard. Literally Damian Lillard. Oh, I did that with Scoot Henderson yeah. also. <laughs> okay. But All I think right. it was also the timing when it came with Bo Bo and, and Bones. Like, everything was around him. Yeah. This was a guy that came out of left field. Yeah. Like, nobody was expecting him to have the type of game that he had. And he didn't just steal the show. He took off with the show and just kept it up. And also, that was playing within his game. He didn't get the ball and just every single time shoot or anything like that. Um, he didn't back down on defense. He had standout you know, plays, highlights on both ends of the floor. I'm so saying, I think man. it was just the shocking factor of, hey, this is a guy we don't know much about, but he's the one that we're talking about You know, in one game. Uh, that it's like, oh, this is something that you could continue to see. That's why I think it stands out. This this trio of draft picks, I, like I'm just going to henceforth refer to them as the Booth Boys. Like all of the Booth Boys were good, you know. All like, the Booth Boys are good. Can you believe how it? Many, how all, many Booth Boys can there be? Because well, now there are five. I what are five I'm, I'm sort of including Colin Gillespie. Yeah, he wasn't good. We'll get to he him. was not good. But um, this trio of draft picks look like they are ready at least to compete they are right prepared for this uh this next ascension here well let's stick to hunter tyson though for a little bit here so let's talk about his skill set so to me the motor is the thing that pops first the second thing that pops to me is probably the shot looks smooth like the shot just looks good there were a bunch of had like a sitting baseline had a good line on a lot of them and it was like as soon as he goes up to it you're like that's good that's definitely in and he knows how to get open off ball like he knows how to move off ball that's the thing that to me popped in the film when I went to watch film of him as I was like he knows how to cut he knows how to move he knows how to do the little fakes to get open sidestep this or that but we saw all of it in yeah. this game we saw all of the little moves he even had an iso do you guys remember he had a little iso got to his spot pull up jumper and it was pure that nuts was crazy. but net like this guy is I comped him in the little I watched him because he was the of the three the least yeah, I, yeah, I got listen, it man. I comped him to Mike Miller and I actually think, I mean, his game is different than that, but I do see a little Mike Miller to him where Mike Miller had a lot of those little <laughs> micro fakes, little micro sidesteps to get open and stuff, yeah. and then his shot was so You're like, fluid. I, I, in him I see Larry Bird, I see J.J. <laughs> Reddick. I just think I see of all the good white players <laughs> in NBA history. Yeah. I see a little white chocolate in there. I mean, it's just unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, he has a white guy's game. What am I supposed to say? He does, <laughs> he does have does. a white guy's game. He kind of has a Mikael um, Bridges game, man. He's like Hunter incredible. Tyson will quickly become a absolute fan favorite in Denver. You think? Yeah. But oh, I mean, he, he gets the Christian Brown bump. He gets the oh, Christian yeah. Brown bump. <laughs> yeah. But honestly, the skill set. So we talked about the the work, but Dev, what pop, parts of the skill set popped? I think just the maturity. I think that mm. was the biggest thing out there. He looked like he knew what to do on the court. Yep. He knew where to be. It was as if he was like a, you know, the second year type of player. Um, this wasn't a debut where, you know, the, the lights were too bright or anything for him. He knew where to run his offense, how to get open, um, what he wanted to get to. You talk about that ISO situation. Anyone else, they were like, they're going to just try to do everything that they could to, to get to the rim or to get to their spot. He was just poised, under control, um, you know, got to the shot that he wanted. Um, and that's why we're running the offense. So I think that it's just like he, he's really poised. I, yeah. I, I feel like the, the maturity stands That's out. exactly it. Like his shot was confident. Yeah. I mean, it really comes down to confidence. It just looked he like has he has confidence. He, yeah. And it, but it's not like it, it later through success manifested his swag. <laughs> but it started as just like 
we're ready. We're, I'm ready yeah, for we're this. Ready for like, this man yeah. was ready for this. <laughs> if like, he kind of came out and yelled that. <laughs> we're ready. <laughs> Could you imagine? And then they lose. <laughs> yeah. 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 That. I mean, for me, I remember this is something Cal said after the draft, but he was like, we don't want overlapping skill sets on this roster. Like, I don't just want to take three more defensive guys. You know, we need every skill set on this roster. Listen, I, I haven't really been here to discuss any part of the draft. I missed it. I missed oh, the right. aftermath. I love that Calvin Booth doesn't have just a, a type. one type of yeah. guy. Yes. I was so relieved to see that he's not just like, well, defense wins. We're getting right. defense, 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 defense. Like, these guys that he got are so varied from a skill set standpoint right. and from a fit on the team standpoint. I... You know, nobody is more confident in Calvin Booth's ability to, you know, scout talent and draft than Calvin Booth. And, uh, and, and his staff. I mean, they all give him enormous props for I, that. I'm a, I'm a believer, man. I'm a, like, I have loved the Denver the, – why I am here and why I've devoted my life to the Denver Nuggets is because I loved the way that they put the team together. They drafted right. well every year. That was Tim Connolly's calling card. I was so crestfallen when he left because I was like, oh, my God, we're, le we're losing this, like, guy that has vision that can p pick players out and put together a team. And, like, Calvin Booth in his first two drafts, I mean, like, we're not – the paint isn't totally dry, obviously, but – Oh, I think it's, like, barely up. I think the paint is, <laughs> well, like – Well, but we have last year. We haven't year. even put a second coat We up. have last year. I mean, how, like, we to have me, Christian I say he's one for one. Well, I don't, Peyton Watson, we'll get to him. But to me, he's very much a, still a TBD, but – and all these guys are TBDs, right? It's one summer league game. But for me, I just look at it and I go, Calvin's one for one. Yeah. Well, what I was saying about Hunter Tyson, just no, not having all this overlap on the roster, is like he's totally different from every other Nuggets player. Yeah. Like there's yeah, not a right. guy on the Nuggets that's like him. Mm -mm. Because, I mean, he just does everything. You know, he can shoot it. He plays hard. He had two like he's going to be terrible offensive tomorrow. rebounds. Just the worst he had two offensive rebounds last night. One of them I remember is being like, "Wow, he just yep. got that board." I'm saying, man. Um, and he's a three. You know, he, he's a small forward, and that's a position where Denver's kind of thin right now. Although he played five last night for he a did. first in, and they went to the death lineup last night, and it, <laughs> and it didn't work. It killed them. <laughs> it didn't work. Uh, they were big, killed big by their negative. own death lineup. Big <laughs> negative, but. He, you can totally see how he kind of fills in or can fill in some of the gaps on this roster with, with how it's constructed. He does some things that other guys don't do. A big thing that stands out that was on my first time seeing him in person, he has the size. Like, he yeah. actually has size. Actually, hold, uh, have you sized him up? Uh, uh, you know what? 6'7". He's telling me. With a ratchet? He's listed at 6'8". 6'7 with a ratchet? Oh, he's listed at 6'8". Uh, I think he's 6'7". Uh, he might be 6'8". He's yeah. tall, though. But, yeah, that stood out on the court, and that's right. a big thing when you talk about him being a wing. They don't really have that depth, uh, you know, behind Michael Porter Jr. at the wing. You get a 6'7", 6'8 guy there that actually has a size. That's why you can put him at 5. That's why you can put him at 4. And you said that he doesn't have – they don't have anybody else on the team like that. I think that there's one player. Blacko is the closest thing that I would say, um, even though it's just a little bit different. But it's just like yeah. the versatility. Um, you have size. You have skill. You have um, the the motor to be able to do it on both ends of the floor. And that's another guy that you want to use. Uh, Blacko yeah. is a guy that everybody loves. They, everybody wants him to play yeah. a little bit more. Now they have a younger guy that can do it, and he's showing that he can Black score. Black out again. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just, it's just another, like, piece that you add. Um, and it, really, it was a great debut that he checked off every single box. And yeah. a lot of this is it's stuff that you really can picture him doing at the next level. I'm going to say this. One of the cool things 
for me about being at Summer League is we get to sit basically courtside as media. I mean, when you're in Cox Pavilion, everybody's oh, yeah, courtside. Oh, yeah, that's Shared an anecdote here as the credential of two of us here. You're sitting right there on the baseline, and I always say the game looks different when you when you cover it from there because these guys are so fast and so strong and everything else, but also because you really have to be tough. You It really shines how much toughness is a trait that all players have to have, and there's varying levels of it. I mean, we're, I know we're going to talk about Wimby later and maybe lacking that, but when you're up there like... Uh, there's one guy we'll get to in a little bit that was even, I think, a ma even more of a maniac in the toughness department. But uh, who, who do you guys uh, think yeah, that we'll, is? We'll get to it. But, I would say. But Hunter, but, but Hunter <laughs> one of the things that, that just stood out to me was how well Hunter handled, like, yeah. all the little physicality. The like, guy's just trying to push all this and that, and, like, he would just elbow him off and get to a spot. And I was like, man, this guy, you know, he can hang. He well, can handle well, it. So part of that is he's 23 years yeah. old. He played five years yeah. at Clemson. Yeah. Five years high-level basketball. I mean, if anybody is ready for an environment like this, yeah. it's going to be a guy like him. So we're in. We like Hunter. Oh, like him. that dog can hunt. <laughs> he did say, so somebody hunt. put in the chat, somebody in the chat said that his nickname, he's Hunter, Hunter Tyson Tyson. No way, dude. <laughs> no, Hunter Tyson too rich. We can't, here, can't here, here. there's nothing to be built off of. Hunter Tyson, he's he either the reverse, he's, he's white thunder. He did say, he did he's, finally he's, land on Hunt and Tice, which is also yeah. not really, they're communities. He or he's like, Hunter literally Larry Oh, yeah, Monroe. that's what it is, the Monroe. Oh, crap, how did we forget it's the, it? It's something from Monroe, I think. Oh, like Monroe, Louisiana? Yeah. Like the hick from French League? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Larry Bird? We got Larry Bird again? It's, Hold on, Monroe, Louisiana? All right, yeah, no, we no, no, no. Larry Monroe, Birds North on North Carolina. I'm gonna so Katie Wingy was there. I'm gonna the text bro her. He's from Tobacco Road. Let's the bro a, from Monroe. <laughs> he's is no. he? Um, yeah, there you go. All right, let's take a break. We'll move on. On the other side, we want to talk about Peyton Watson and uh, Jalen Pickett, two guys that I thought were also sort of in the like positive category for me personally. Um, although both of them had mixed reviews, I would say. Guys, Shady Rays. Eric Weedham was just wearing. Uh, some. I'm wearing right now. Look at me. I've never looked better. Shady Actually, Rays, man. Uh, my apologies to Shady Rays that there's not a better model. <laughs> Shout out to Shady Rays. They hooked <laughs> us up with sunglasses for this trip. We need them out here in Vegas, of course. And it's the summer, so you guys need them too. Take on the sun with gear built to last. Shady Rays, they've got you covered for the warm weather, not oh. just ahead, but that's here right now in Denver, in Dude. Vegas, wherever you're watching this from. I, I wore Shady Rays all over Montenegro. I was complimented left, right. Everyone was like, what are these shades? I was like, listen. <laughs> I wore the Shady Rays all over <laughs> Fremont Street. Yeah, you did. Yeah. That's right. That's right. People said, you look handsome. <laughs> Everybody so kept on so saying funny when you walk out when you walk out of the casino on Fremont Street and just like the lights are so bright in that little tunnel like, area. Gotta wear shades, baby. It just could be the middle of the day. And you're like, I need my Shady Rays right now. Uh, go to ShadyRays.com, use the code DNBR for 50% off two-plus <laughs> pairs of polarized sunglasses. Uh, try for yourself the Shades rated five stars by 250,000 people. If you want to shop in-store, you can check out their entire collection at their brand-new location in Park Meadows Mall, a full-stop shop for all things Shady Rays. And also, again, I just want to impress this upon everyone. You'll look better in these than I do because you don't have my stupid face. Yeah, that's so true. So that don't judge true. Shady Rays based off this alone. Other people wear them look great. ShadyRays.com, use the code DNVR, 50% off two points, pairs of polarized sunglasses. We're at Victory Burger inside Circa. Somebody, Cedric, is asking. We're at Victory Burger. Yeah, dude. Right, at, right by the uh, sportsbook. Yeah. Um, we are right by the sportsbook at Circa <laughs> Resort and Casino. 
I'd never been to Circa before. You have. Um, it's a new resort. It's a new casino. Yeah. I love this place, it's man. Amazing. I am blown away because, like you were talking about earlier, you think of Fremont Street. It's a little older. It's not as nice as the Strip. When you're at Circa, it feels like you're at a luxury hotel. I mean, yes, you already you are at a luxury hotel. You're literally at a luxury hotel. That is just as nice as those hotels on the Strip. Oh. The, the room we've got at Circa, I mean, it's nicer than any room I've stayed in yes. at the Strip, and I've yes. stayed in like all the nice hotels yes. there. Uh, their sports book, as you guys can see, is incredible. It's uh, three-story stadium style. Um, there's a 78 million hey. pixel screen there behind <laughs> us. We have had food from Victory Burger, which is right there, right where we're doing the show. The burgers are incredible. Um, you can download the Circus Sports app as well. But the casino is awesome, too. 7,000 square foot casino with two levels. Uh, over 1,300 slots, 48 table games with dancing dealers. What? Brendan Vogt. <laughs> they got uh, the stadium like swim as him. well, which I'm sure you guys have seen on social media. We're doing the show there from, uh, from there this weekend as well. Uh, it's an awesome resort. So if you're heading out to Vegas, if you're going for maybe Broncos Raiders, Avs Golden Knights, the Pac-12 tournament, book your stay here at Circa Las Vegas. Code DNVR20 for 20 percent off dnvr20 uh for 20 percent off also make sure to download the app circusports.com um circa sports bets can only be made while physically located in the state of colorado must be 21 or older all rights reserved circa sports colorado encourages you to gamble responsibly gambling problem call or text 1-800-GAMBLER or visit problemgamblingcolorado.org but again if you're wanting to come to vegas dude stay at circa trust me you guys will not regret it. Man, Use the, the rooms are so nice. The rooms are awesome. The hotel's great. Tons of oh, food options. You guys don't know. Honestly, God, I'm ready to declare a superlative. Best shower I've ever had. Oh, great shower. The shower was incredible. That shower pressure? I sat down. The pressure was insane. I sat down. They, they had like a little cool, bench. Oh, yeah, they do have a bench in yeah. the shower. I'm not kidding. Yeah. It was the best shower. I was I was in the shower for a half hour today. No, and like the room is quite spacious. I've it's managed. Room. I've spread my clothes all over. <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, DNVR 20, 20% off your stay at Circa. That's a great discount. That's a good there discount. There you guys go. Um, I'm on Gover. Yeah. Yep. Hanging by a thread over here, but push Shot. it through. Uh, yeah, it's like a flu game for me over I, it's, here. It's like emphasis on hanging. <laughs> Guys, let's get to Peyton Watson. Um, you know, he's the big name. But first of all, one more thing on Hunter Tyson. Peyton Watson has twice now referred to Hunter as my guy. He's like, I love that guy. That's my guy. And, you know, he says good things about all the players. But it is interesting to me that he keeps isolating Hunter as his guy. So yeah. predict that for whatever you will. Um, but Peyton Watson, I thought, had the widest gap between hot and cold yep. yesterday. And I think overall it was impressive because yes. in summer league you want pop, you know, the consistency or whatever, you know, it's it's not going to happen. The games are a little weird. There were some pops of the first play of the game, first one play. Oh, yeah. He gets two block shots, then goes on a fast break dunk the other direction. Two block shots and they were block shots. One I think they were were they both at the perimeter? Like he blocks yeah. perimeter jumpers more than anybody I've seen. So Plays like that to me stood out, and then the pick and roll, you know, he had some scoring plays. He attacked the basket, like, really, really aggressively. Those are the things that stood out to me. What about you, Deb? Man, that first half, I was all in on Peyton, yeah. Peyton yep. Watson. I was like, this guy is for real, because he came out with a with a purpose, with yep. a mission. Yep. Um, super aggressive. Um, he went to the free throw line, you know, he had 13 free throws because he was so aggressive. Jeez. They made sure to put the ball in his hands, and he, he operated 
Um, that's crazy. Especially 13 free throws? I didn't, the, I mean, wow. He was the guy going into Summer League, so you knew that you know this was a big one for him. Um, and in that first half, he looked like exactly what you wanted, exactly what you expected, which I think is a positive sign because he's not going to play a whole bunch. You just need him in those spurts. Um, so that is something that he's going to work on. But I also think that it came with a lot of pressure of, I have to keep this up for the entirety of the game. And that's when we saw the dip go. So this was a game of highs in low lows. Um, but all in all, I think that this was a, a promising game from Piwat. And I think that this is something that you don't hang your head on. You're like, hey, I'll just do better, you know, going into the next game. Oh, we gave him uh, the only red basketball on the heat index. Like, just gotta say, there was a lot of um, a lot Brady, of a lot of uh, hair raising about that graphic on social media. Yeah, like the uh, Grant Golden uh, erasure. <laughs> yeah. People very upset about yeah, Grant a Golden. A lot of a lot of pissed <laughs> off people about that graphic. Awesome. Hey, listen, <laughs> we're stirring the pot of conversation. Uh, Either guy pops or he doesn't. I don't know. You can look at the statue if you want. Anyway, Piwat was totally came out the guy. Exactly what we all expected. He is the guy. He he is the most senior tenured nugget and was coming in as the one guy that has been around the squad that outside of Colin Gillespie that but has been playing and was expected to step up and be like the spiritual leader, at least like the energy holder, and he absolutely was. And like you said, he came out and did things that we saw him do at the NBA level last year, saw him replicate and build off of it. But then, uh, yeah, I, I mean, the second half of this game was, I mean, if we're, like, really a lot of people kind of, it, it got very strange, and people were playing, like, in ways that they normally wouldn't, and it seemed like Peyton especially kind of was exploring his game a little bit, like, pushing it and like being an ISO player that he is driving, doing stuff that he would never be asked to do at the NBA level. And so it like did not look good, but he looked great in the first half. I, overall, I was very, very in on Piwat. Yeah. He did a lot of little things. Like remember when we were talking about how Christian Brown does things and gets deflections, gets steals, gets blocks. And that's a huge reason why he's just like a difference maker. Peyton Watson does a lot of that same stuff. Three steals, three blocks in game one. Unbelievable. Six stocks, which, if you guys remember, I predicted he would get. Like, that's what he does, man. He makes stuff happen on the defensive end of the floor. He's so long. He can get in passing lanes. He's just a disruptor. And the aggression on offense, like Dev mentioned, how often he looked to get to the rim. He tried to put Taco Fall on, like, three different posters. (laughs) He was trying to dunk on Taco Fall. Now, I don't think he got that close to dunking on him, but he tried to. He wanted to put him on a poster, and I love that. Like, I love that aggression from him. He got the line 13 times. He drew a ton of fouls, also committed a lot of fouls. But just the aggressive mentality that he played with, was my biggest takeaway on, on offense and defense. You talked about, um, you know, t- getting a lot of fouls in that game. I think the big thing for me, I, I'm glad that they started out with the Bucks because he got to go against Marjon yes. Bochamp, who looked really, really, really good. good really and this good. is another guy that has been in the league for two years as well. So it was like a um, barometer game where you get to see, you know, where you match up um, against yeah, another guy good. that's, you know, under control. Um, and I like that. Peyton Watson was like, I'm guarding him from the opening tip. They went after each other the mm-hmm. entire time. Also, yeah. Taco Fall is down there, and he he just makes everything, you know, tough because he's just so big. Like, it's really a circus. Dude, that's the biggest watching. guy I've ever seen. And and he was 
you know, altering shots at the rim. That is something that he does do well. You know, he might lack in the other departments, but Peyton Watson made it a point to, like, I'm going to go after him. I'm going to go after Marjan Bochamp the entire time. And also, I'm going to be the guy for the Nuggets while everyone else is still, you know, trying to operate and, and get themselves going. So I do think that it was kind of jittery, you know, yeah. type of game for, for Peyton. But also, I really did like what I seen from him. Do you feel that he won that matchup? Because those two guys are like the same build, you know, are very similar builds and similar molds, I would say, of players. Um, no. No, he didn't so win. Either. He did not win the matchup. Yeah. But that's not that, what I was looking for. I wasn't looking for him to just, you know, straight up win the matchup. Right, right. I right. wanted to see how he fared against a guy. It wasn't that was a just real matchup. Yeah, yeah, it was a matchup. But I just, what I mean by that is more like who looked better. Because those two players are comparable. They were picked around the same time. And they're in their second, going into their second season. So they're comparable. And I'm, I'm with you. Like, you know, Peyton in the first half, I thought definitely outplayed him. In the second half, he definitely got outplayed, uh, you know, got, got taken too. Yeah. But nonetheless, I think the big takeaway for me with Peyton is you just look at the box score. It's always about do you do stuff. 23 points is a lot of points for a guy who's, you know, is he a scorer? I don't know. Six stock, three steals, three blocks. So you're getting it done both ways. That's big. Five rebounds, two assists, 13 free throws, six of 12 shooting. Like, the entire box uh Bakshi looks good for him. Yeah. So, I, I, you know, up and down, there's some things I do hope to see from him. I'll tell you, one of the big negatives for me is I thought he took a few possessions that weren't his. Terrible. And, and took bad shots out of him. Didn't pass the ball to a wide-open Hunter Tyson. Man, that was a real bad one. Took a three on a transition where Hunter Tyson was clearly the right play. And, you know, we... I still don't know what Peyton Watson is, and this is why one of the big reasons where I'm like, I'm just going to pump the brakes before I, I say that I like believe or this or that because I just don't know. It's not that I don't believe. It's just that I don't know what kind of player he is. And in my mind, he's a guy that is a good secondary passer in this or that, and good passers don't miss that, that pass. So yeah. that was one to me where I'm just kind of like, I think you're more of that, and I think you're probably a little less of the first play, first half-court possession of the game, he took like a sidestep pull-up mid-range jumper, and I was like, what the hell was that? Yeah, I was... Overall, I think I was a little disappointed in Piwat. Yeah. Overall, I can I can understand that thinking. I uh, just because the lows were very. I low. expected him to be a little more refined. Yeah. I would say, right. coming back to summer league, second year player, um, his handle still seems like it needs a lot of work. Like it's just loose. He just lost the ball a couple of times. Uh, the jumper, I'm still very unsure on. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he hit a three. He went one of three, but. I'm just, I'm just unsure of where the jump shot is at right now. Defensively, I mean, he has some super high moments. Yeah. Defensively, there are possessions when you're like, this is an all-NBA guy. Yep. But then there are also possessions where he just gets blown by. Yep. Bo, um, Bo Champ, like, ISO'd him, like, two times yeah, and just got, got to the right rim, and him. you're like, man. So, I I mean, I, I love the building blocks that Piwat has. I love the skill set. I think yesterday was a good starting point for Summer League. And now it's about, okay, can he improve on yeah. some of these areas we're talking about? Overall, I think I'm still there. I, I, I think he looked good enough yesterday to be a rotation guy next year. Yeah. Like, I watched him yesterday, and I was thinking, okay, he looks like a rotation guy. Yeah. Like, he looks like he's there. Um, I think he can still just play so much better, though. Yeah. I think he can really play better than he did yesterday, though. I think that he could play better. But also, I think I would not judge him off of the first game. I think the second game is the one I would go with because yeah. while Summer League is really for rookies, I think the highest expectations you have guys. is those second-year yeah. guys or guys that have played in the league because you're like, 
well, what has he worked on? Or yep. he's been with the team, even though he's not playing a lot. You just expect more, yep. which I don't know where that expectation comes from because he's not really playing much. He's not, you know, in the G League but he's doing around, those type of he's things. He's just guys, around. But yeah. how much are you going to learn from that? Also, I think that you've seen it with Peyton. He wants to take every single shot. He's not making the same reads that we've seen him make last year right. when he's trying to, you know, because I feel like he's trying to prove himself so much that you see the he ball. He was very aggressive, he's yeah. He's super aggressive, and then you're forcing shots that you typically wouldn't. If he played within the offense, yeah. we'd see those passes. Yeah. We'd see him, you know, you know, maybe hang his you know, head on defense a little bit more. Yeah. Um, everything else, I think that the expectations is like, hey, I was with the team last year. I'm looking for rotation spots. If I really do take every single shot and score 25 times like AAU style, then they're going to say, hey, you know, P. Watt did great. But that's not what the Nuggets need. Yeah. And that's where I think that he has to grow or he will grow. But so that's why I'm waiting for the for, second game. But, like, for me, I know in this role he's never going to do what the Nuggets need him to do. The, the Summer League is just not in any way close to how the Nuggets are actually constructed. So he's going to be exploring his game. He's going to be put in a position where he's the guys are looking to him. But So what I'm like, I look at I'm like, bro, that guy on defense – undeniable, yeah. indisputable. On offense, like, he can be energetic, he can finish, he can do things that I know, like, he's already shown me that he can do what he will be, uh, what will be asked of him by the Nuggets. So I'm like, I'm in, man. I, yeah. like, I, you're I, in. I see it with So you're P1. in. I'm I, in I, too, actually. I, I see it with P1, absolutely. Like, yeah. I saw the leap. Okay. I saw the leap. Like, obviously, I, there's so much room to grow, but, like, just the simple fact that a leap has been made says that there's upward mobility with this guy like will he reach the ultimate uh ceiling like i don't know but like i'm officially in on the on the piwat journey well, I, am, I mean I'm, I'm in on the journey but i don't know if i'm in yet that i'm buying it like I, to me i'm still tbd that, I, yesterday did not change my tbd status i think i'm with eric i think i saw the leap like i i've okay. seen the leap from last year to this year and i mean he can be Payne watts can be he can be an incredible basketball player. Yeah. Like, Peyton Watson can be an absolute game changer, I think, on both ends of the floor. Like, he has the tools. He has the body. I think he has the mindset. And I think, like, maybe people think we might be a little harsh on him right now, but, like, that's because we think he can be special. Yeah. Like, I, I actually think he can be a special basketball player, and I think he can be way more than just a defensive specialist, well, you know? I, and nobody believes in this guy more than Calvin Booth, who wanted to trade up to get him when we were like, <laughs> this guy drafted a, yeah. a guy that has a scoring edge of two points, right. the yeah. lowest scoring average ever drafted in the first round, Peyton Watson. Yeah. But you see him now, and you're like, oh, yeah, man, that guy's a basketball player. Yeah, he's a baller. Those, like, two, those two plays, though, that he missed at the rim, those are bad. I, I, think, I, honestly, honestly, you're, I mean, you're, you're uh, not wrong. Uh, like, oh. and, I'll, and I'll say this, <clears throat> because it's kind of meaningful. Tyson, Hunter Tyson plays with that maniac energy. Yeah. And Peyton plays with it sometimes. Yeah. And there were a handful of times those two were the loudest, but there were other plays where you're kind of like he something happened and he kind of just jogged back or something, and you're kind of like, yeah, man, this is where you're making a name for yourself. And those two plays in particular, he gets blocked, okay, it happens. And then to go up as soft as he did the second time and get blocked again by a guy who was, was making the extra effort. Yeah. It's like, man, you just got Dude, out worse. That was all-time low. The, that getting was a real blocked low. at the rim t two times, yeah. that, that was, was like was the rough. worst that, thing I've ever that seen. That was pretty embarrassing. But also what it shows is that Piwa just rides the wave. Like, 
things were going uh, bad for him right there. Ariana. Things were going bad for him right there, and it continued to go bad. But when it's high and he's yeah. you know, on that, he rides the wave to the high. So now he just has to find his point and, you know, and the things that is going to get him to play. Okay. I wouldn't have cared if Piwat didn't score a lot in summer league as long as he guarded Bochamp, yeah. like yeah. you know, to the highest count. Because that's what that's what's going to put him on the court for the Nuggets is being a defender. Yeah. So that's what you need to work on. That's what you need to showcase in summer league. So this next game, I don't. He could have five points, and I wouldn't care as yeah. long as his guy is just he's making it hell for him the entire time. That's the only thing I was mad at. I don't feel like yeah. Bochamp was in hell at all. So where does that come from? Which, by the way, we've not patted ourselves on the back for this at all. We all liked Bochamp coming out of last year's <laughs> draft. He looked awesome. Yeah, he was. Uh, I mean, he looks like him and Peyton are the kind of this very, very, very similar. I think. But in Bochamp is more refined, and he has like he was much more confident, and he was in control the whole time. He got right. blocked at the rim, decided not to get back on defense. <laughs> Then he got you're talking about Peyton? cherry pick. Cherry, cherry, pick, cherry yeah. pick score. Oh, He's being lazy. No. The guy who's working. Let's not talk about this. His ass off. Goes bad. and blocks oh. it again. It was a bad play. Oh. It was a bad moment. All right, we got to take a break because we got to keep it moving. On the other side, my guy Jalen Pickett. Volo Sports is the largest social sports company in the entire United States. We've already played in a lot of Volo Sports leagues here at DNVR. They've got leagues all over the city. Lodo, Rhino, Uptown, City Park, The Highlands, Sloan's Lake, Cherry Creek, DU, Englewood, Arvada, Aurora, Northfield. Wherever you're located at in Denver, around Colorado, I'm sure there's a Volo Sports League that you can get in. Summer registration for Volo Sports closes July 13th. Uh, so you got a couple more days to get in for the summer session. Sign up before it's too late. Uh, you can also get a Volo Pass and start playing in leagues. Bounce around to whatever league you want. As a free agent today, make sure to use code DNVR for $10 off. www.volosports.com slash Denver. Volosports.com slash Denver. Again, with the Volo Pass monthly membership program that gives unlimited access to sports, events, and social activities every single night. Unlimited pickups and drop-ins and tournaments. Again, $20 a month. We can get $10 off Ooh. at volosports.com slash Denver. Also, AG1. Oh, AG1. Why did I not bring my AG1? I feel like that's oh, why we were a little off for a game earlier. Oh, my God. Think about it. No AG1. We had it in Serbia. Yeah, we did. Dude, the best advertisement for AG1 is how terrible we are today having uh, none of us took it this is what it looks like if you don't take ag1 this mess yes um ag1 have it in the morning one cup of ag1 in a glass of water Ugh. every single day it starts your day and your morning off great um AG1, no matter what diet, no matter what health plan you're on, it fits with that. <laughs> what diet or health plan would you say we're on this weekend so far? I don't know, but it fits with AG1. <laughs> Let's go. It's good with that. Um, AG1, if a comprehensive solution is what you need for your supplement routine, then try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. That's what we had in Serbia, the travel packs. Oh, yeah. So you don't have to lug around a huge carafe of AG1. <laughs> An urn. A thermit, whatever you call it. Yeah. Get the travel packs. Um, you're good to go with that. Go to drinkag1.com slash nuggets. 
drinkag1.com slash nuggets. Check it out. All righty, back here, segment three, and now we're going to talk about Jalen Pickett, my guy. Oh. Um, so here's my guy. My guy. I think some interesting stuff from him in this game. I don't know that it was a great one. This isn't one that I would take away and say he was phenomenal. Yeah. But I actually comp it to me. I comp it to. Oh, you comp you it to comp you? It to you. <laughs> no, no, no. I, no. <laughs> I comp it to Christian Brown last last year, where I think just based on the replies I was getting and, and some of the mentions I was getting on social media. I think people were down on, on how he played. I actually thought he played really well and had some moments, you know, did some things that I was like, that's super high-level stuff, passes he made that were, you're just like, holy shit, man, that's great vision, great delivery, all those different things. Created separation, hit a three off of the bounce, created separation from guys to get his shot off, like he had the mid-range jumper. Um, and then you saw a little bit of the bully ball. I don't think... Bully, you mean booty ball. Booty, booty, ball. Bo booty ball, bully ball, whatever you want to say. So I thought he did some things that were really good. And then like uh, Peyton Watson, the entire stat sheet, right? 12 points, 6 rebounds, 5 assists, 3 steals, 2 of 4 from 3. So there was a little bit of everything there. Uh, Wynn, what did, what did you see from Pickett? I get it. I mean, I get Jalen Pickett now after watching <laughs> him live. And Some my, of the passes were like, even not, not even assists. He had a couple of that guys missed that yeah. were like phenomenal and my god is he a hilarious player <laughs> i can't get him that's why i love him jalen pickett it's hilarious yeah man. that might be the slowest player i've ever i mean seen. everything from about the way he runs we were talking about this during the game he runs like lebron he looks like lebron because he's bow-legged i mean he's a tiny lebron yeah. but he's like kind of bow-legged and just dribbles stocky, like. like up to his shoulder yeah. with his hand like on top of the ball he's never going to get called for a carrying violation um off ball, he's like elbowing guys and like shoving Taco Fall in the back. Bro, he just like hit Taco Fall. Taco Fall was just walking up the court and he just <laughs> hits him like this, man. Like the guy just nonstop is hitting people. Yeah. Yeah. He is, like I said, a hilarious player. But watching him live, I get it, man. He had some like Jokic level reads and Jokic level passes where he's manipulating the defense and forcing guys to rotate and then passing to the corner, mm -hmm. hitting the, like a wide open shooter. I get the vision, I get the IQ, like you can totally see that. Um, the funniest play, by the way, is the one of the early pick and rolls and he gets like a five footer out of it, like a little yeah. floater, because it looks like he's trapped. And this is what he, happens he to him all the Steve time. Nash. Yeah, like he looks like he's trapped and he kind of just pivots around all of a sudden it's a wide open layup and yeah. you're like, what? He's ridiculous, man. Um, I'm I'm kind of getting there. Obviously, I'll never, I'll probably never be as high on him as you are, but <laughs> I'm getting there where I just like see why this guy is such a hooper and just just such a um, such a unique basketball player. Um, he is he's hilarious to watch. Yeah, he really is. Yeah, yeah. My first half impressions of him were not great. I have to say, like. To start off, like that is the slowest basketball player I've ever seen. <laughs> Methodical. I it, watching it, I was like, I can't believe Adam is the guy that's in on this. <laughs> Adam was so beside himself because Jamal Murray would bring the ball up too slowly. <laughs> this is the slowest basketball player I've ever seen. He was getting the ball taken from him constantly. He did not. He wasn't able to bully anybody. Like you, we thought he played bad in the first half. Yeah, I was like, I don't. Dude, there are some great booty ball possessions. I don't in know the second talking. half, in the second, in half. in the first half, I think uh, he had all his I mean, points in the I, first. I saw, I saw the vision. I saw him like get make some in headway in the in the paint, but then get stopped, and he couldn't do anything. But then he would rise and 
not make a typical pass, but like one or two over, more high-level Jokic stuff. Yeah. Um, I saw him take a lot of like unorthodox, normally what you would call bad shots, but I he, I can tell he has the the Jokic like finishing where he it's not bad for him because he can make them. I saw the shot from behind three, which is he's got a great looking jumper. Oh. Has a great looking jumper. The the step back jump. I I was just like in the end, I was like, okay, I I definitely see the vision. I am concerned about the strength, and I am concerned about his ability to manipulate NBA defenses in the in the booty ball way. Um, but I do know that he has vision and he has skill, and so I am on I'm on board, but I'm not on the Adam level. I don't know how to feel about him because I there was a lot of lows, but I think it it could have de- dealt like who I was around watching the game. I think that my who, expectations guy? my <laughs> expectations were so high going into the game that it was just like I think I was waiting for bad things to happen and then they happened and I'm like yeah there's no way that that lands um, in the NBA, with NBA players there's no way that that lands because yeah, like, don't know the shots that he made those are not good shots and then he made a couple really. Couple, he made a couple of them. I'm like, okay, maybe that's just his shots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he's supposed to make those type of shots because he's, like, getting fouled or, like, he's just forcing them with a guy in his, you know, in his face and he's getting them up over him. But also, he was going against, what, Nick Mannion? Who was Nico Mannion. Nico Mannion, <laughs> who's smaller than him. There's not going to be a lot of guards that are smaller than him. He also was trying to back them down from half court. Oh I've gosh. not seen that before from a point guard. And they were, like, actually poking it out that was turning into transition, you know, buckets the other way. Um, and then also I think that it just kind of messed up the offense, but he's such an incredible passer that it worked to his advantage. Like the play would break down and he would find a guy that's booty butt naked open um, in the corner. And I'm like, how did he even find that guy? Or how did he that even was see, that was how did he see him there? Um, so like he, he has so many skills, but I think it's just so many weaknesses that I'm like, you got to see it. TBD. I don't. Yeah, he's Let's go. actually TBD because there was some highs, but there was a lot of lows. I did like his vision. I did like his jump shot, which you know I think is going to be great. And also, he played great off the ball, um, but he was a lot smaller than I thought. So there was there was a lot of lows. I will say that for me, there was a lot of lows. I I love this. Some of the stuff you guys are saying to me, this is why I like comping him to Yoke. Because there's some of the stuff that you, like, when people say, like, oh, it looked really slow or this or that. This is what happens when you watch Yoke for the first time. And you're like, oh, he's too slow to, that, that post move was good. But this, that. And that's why I say that play where he kind of, like, pivoted out and then all of a sudden it's a wide open layup. That's just such classic him. That's how he does it. It's just very unconventional. It looks a little clunky. And then you go to the box, you know, the box sheet at the end of the day and you go, oh, he was actually five of nine shooting. He had five assists three steals just three turnovers so i do think that there are parts of it you know that are going to like there's some things from this game that were like okay yeah getting the ball stolen at half court doesn't happen very often to a point guard and it happened in this game so that's obviously a big low but i actually walked away from this one going two things i thought he did a lot of the stuff that i expect him to do and he actually wasn't on ball as much as i expected him to be and and i think and i wonder if I, as this goes on he'll be on ball a little bit they more. were they were featuring one guy and then they were featuring they wanted Peyton. colin to colin oh. gillespie oh. to run the, the show and they had uh Peyton off ball which was like they'll never do that this won't well they had Peyton on ball a lot especially in the but second they, like, half they, it, there was like a desk des- like there was your turn your turn your right, turn right. yeah so I'm, yeah well we got to keep it moving i anyway either way i picked to me is a lot like I felt about Christian Brown last year where I'm like, 
the stuff that matters was good, and there is some stuff that you know that didn't look so good. But I'm not I'm not as worried about it. Um, Julian Strother, I have a strong take about him. Now we're getting into some of the players who then I think were were not quite as good. Destroyed by Nico Mannion. <laughs> he did get destroyed. He had 15 points on four of 11 shooting, including three of nine from three. Here's my take on Julian Strother from game one, and it's the thing I'm most worried about. When he's shooting the ball, uh, you're very noticeable, and every other time, you almost forget he's out yeah, there. I yeah. mean, I thought about Julian Strother, I think, four times last game, all four shots he made, and that yeah. was it. Well, I think that's kind of uh, an example of the type of player he's going to be, very early in his career at least. Like, he's a shooter. And that's going to be his role if he's playing with the Nuggets in year one or year two. It, like, that's what he's going to be on the floor to do and not much else. I, I mean, he looks like a specialist to me. Yeah. Uh, he looks like a specialist. That's a three-point shooter. We did see the floater, um, I think, from one of his first baskets of the game. It looked great. It went in. Um, but, yes, really the only thing he's doing on the court right now is shooting threes. Yeah. And, I mean – Early in his career, that seems like what he's going to be. Yeah, but he's stayed shot ready every single oh, yeah. time. That is yeah. one thing that you have to love about his game. Um, when it comes to the floater, when they're going in, we're going to be excited. When they're missing, you're like, why would you shoot that? <laughs> like, he shot a – That's every floater. Really, when I watch him, it could be, like, how he actually, like, physically looks. But, like, everything about him is, like, LaMelo Ball in high school to me. I'm like, he's taking some wild shots that are super deep. He's floating it from, like, the free throw line. Um and when they go in, you're going to be like, oh, man, he's so talented. But it's going to be a lot of frustrating plays. It was a lot of MPJ-like plays, like the bad MPJ-type MPJ plays um, when he was out there. But then when he makes it, it erases all of that. I think that's the thing with him. So he is going to have to um, become a better defender where you're going to be able to stay on the court because you're doing all of the small things. But when you, you know, take shots... He's going to give you the gravity. He's going to give you the spacing. He's going to be able to just, you know, shoot his way onto a court. Um, and we got to see that. He made some shots yeah. that I'm like, oh, no yeah. doubt about it. I already knew that they were going in before yeah. he shot him. He's just shot ready. The yeah. mechanics are perfect. Um, oh, and man. And he, he's just so confident. Dude, with the, he's got a beautiful shot. I mean, he is a beautiful shooter. Uh, beautiful the, hair. The quick he's a, yeah, he's a beautiful soul. I don't know. I don't know that well. You've not been scouting it like I have. I haven't done as much background on this year. Just the the quick release, the range he's got on his jumper, the confidence he has to take it. Um, he is he's a shooter. Yeah, shooter, he, shoot. He's a shooter in every sense of the word, in every sense of the yeah. role yeah. in the NBA. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then let's keep. We got to keep That's it moving. Cool. I think the guy who I was most unimpressed with last night by a mile yep. was Ishmael Kamagate. That, oh, yeah. I mean, to me, Colin Gillespie, I thought had a bad game. It's like he's been off for so long. Yeah. you kind of almost expect it. We'll get We've to him in a second. We've seen him play good. Yeah. But to me, Ishmael Kamagate was frightening. And now he was going up against. <laughs> wow. the, frightening. <laughs> well, I mean, he he was going up against Taco Fall, who's like a very abnormal player to be going up against. You know, like so. Yeah. I, I want to like. I don't want to have any strong takes about it. The, well, I mean, like, I, I don't want to just say like, like this he's guy's a nightmare. Like, I don't. I don't want nothing too strong. <laughs> he had six rebounds. I think he left about 10 rebounds on the board. Yeah. I mean, the rebounding to me was such a, a concern. And then offensively, you know, I, it wasn't, wasn't really anything like too loud. What do you take, two shots? But that's it is to me he seems sort of like a non-factor on offense on, on anything else and on the boards where you expect, okay, that's one thing you can do, athletic, big, tall guy. And he just was missing. I wouldn't call him like 
70-30 rebounds, you know, like slightly contested, but you should get those, and he was missing them. Yeah. This will definitely put to rest everybody who replies to me every single day on Twitter about why isn't Kamigate the backup center on the Nuggets. Right. I mean, now we know. He's not ready. He's not ready, and this is why the Nuggets are leaving him in Europe for next season. I mean, he doesn't have the strength yet, um, just doesn't have the toughness, uh -uh. the physicality yet, and I just I know that's something the, the Nuggets want to see more from him. They want him to be tougher. They want him to be meaner inside, yeah. and so hopefully he can get more of that and show more of that here and uh, next season in Italy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, Kamagate, like, he looked outmatched. Uh, he looked, I mean, he just didn't, nothing flashed. Nothing flashed, and it flashed in the wrong direction more than it did in the good, like where he would be put in a position to exhibit skill, and like, you're like, oh, that's not a very skilled player. You're like, then to exhibit toughness, you're like, he's not that tough of a guy. Like, right, at right. the end, you're like, I guess he's tall. That's The toughness part is part of what I'm getting at here is some of the rebounds were like, hey, man, you got to play like Hunter Tyson, man. That guy's like flying all over, doing whatever he can. Kamagate to me was like. Yeah, I, I think that was really the only thing for me is that he, like his motor last year was an issue for me. This year also was an issue for me. Um, I think that with Taco Fall being so large, so big, I think that it was just I think no one would have been able to do anything with he's just standing in the paint the entire time so they didn't want to force anything in there just because he alters so much um but then also everybody else not that they were playing selfishly but everybody else is forcing shots kamagate really did not get anything so no. that's why it's important for you to go right. work hard when a shot goes up to you know be able to create your own he only took two shots in the game and he made one um i mean he was a plus two taco fall was a minus 17. Like, I mean, Taco Fall's not good. Yeah, He's but there was tall. very, Kamigate very bad. was a plus two. Are we really talking about his game in the wrong way here? <laughs> That's what I love is that, the, you know, you'd be like, I mean, we watched the game. I mean, we are big like, plus minus guys. Yeah, you wa yeah. We watched the game. You're like, man. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't horrible when he was out there is what I'm saying. Like, things weren't going bad because he was out there. He just was, yeah. like, kind of working him, himself into Tyson it. Tyson bump, dude. But he doesn't have yeah, the aggression maybe. to him where he's like, give me the ball or no, no, I'm no, going to no. go get it where you have to force it to me and things yeah. like that. He's just kind of just – out there. But he that's not his game. There. I mean, his game is Clint Capella, if he's going to make it in the NBA. He's a Clint Capella type of center. You know, he's not a post-up guy. But you know, Harrison, the thing is, he got out-talled by Taco Fall yeah. because he decided to play the tall game. Like, when you have a guy right. that is Taco tall, tall. When you have a guy that is tall like that, you got to get physical. Like, okay, then we're going to make this rough and tumble. Your advantage is height. My, then I'm going to have to be leverage, right? And he didn't. I just felt like he was trying to jump and yeah, this know, stuff was like, no. You got to go out there and make them feel you in some way. Yoke's so good at this, by the way. When he goes up against like Stephen Adams, he's rolling off of him and doing floaters. When he goes up against yeah. uh, uh, who's the guy in Brooklyn, the skinny guy, the kid, Nick Claxton. Nick Claxton. He goes up against Nick Claxton. He's like, going to go right through you. You know, like he knows when. Like, where's my advantage? I'm going here. Kamagate's got to learn that one. Um, let's take a break. Well, we're going to wrap up. Do we have one last break? One last break, and then we're going to wrap up with Colin Gillespie and Grant Golden. Some Grant Golden hype? Bro, not Grant Golden hype. Grant Golden propaganda. Anger. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, check out the Game Time app. Use code DNVR for $20 off uh, the Game Time app. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Make sure to download the app. Create an account. Use code DNVR for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply again. Create an account with the Game Time app. Redeem code DNVR for $20 off. If you want tickets to concert shows, sporting events,
check out the Cedric, game yeah, come up to time. Victory Burger. Come hang out. Ah. We're one more segment. We'll, we'll, we'll say hi. Summer League tickets, Nuggets tickets, Rockies tickets, Denver concerts, shows, whatever you need. The Game Time app, they have you covered. Again, download the app, create an account on Game Time, use the code DNVR, get $20 off your first purchase. Tickets sent directly to your phone. Never have to dig through your email. You can buy your tickets in a matter of seconds <laughs> with two taps. That's all it takes, D-Line, to buy your tickets on the Game Time app. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use code DNVR for $20 off your first purchase. Make sure to check out Breckenridge Brewery as oh, well. Oh, come the on. official beer of DNVR and it's summer. So make sure you got the Mountain Beach Sour shown uh, in your fridge. Dude, nothing sweeter than so a Mountain Beach Sour. So you can whip it out you know at a moment's I mean? notice. Oh my God. Um, check out all our favorites from Breck Brew, the Apple and Chamber, the Vanilla Porter Jr., the Juice Drop IPA, but it's the summer. So you've got to have the Mountain Beach Sour. Great it's for any occasion. Watching a Nuggets game. It's literally chilling at the park. Well, we've lost Adam. Check <laughs> out Breck Brew and the Mountain Beach Sour. Breck Brew, the official beer of DNVR. Alrighty, back here, final segment here, and we're gonna get to Colin Gillespie. He missed his shots. He looked a little, a little rusty. I, I actually don't think he was as bad as most people. Again, like I don't. I, the only guy to me that was like bad, bad was Kamagate. But I, I thought Colin. Not uh, Armand Franklin. <laughs> Not Franklin. Funk. Actually, and, 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 and Funk, I think, had a rough one. <laughs> but, I mean, of the main guys. So, uh, Colin Gillespie, one of seven. To me, a lot of this just came down to he missed shots that I think he makes usually. Do you think he makes those usually? You don't? I don't know. <laughs> I've, I've never well, seen him make. Well, his, college, <laughs> his, his senior year in college, he was a bucket. Like, yeah. that was his thing. Like, junior, junior, junior sophomore year, not so much. So, like, we got to see that. But also, this is a guy that's coming off of, like, a real yeah, injury yeah, yeah. that set him for the entire year. Yep. He's also a two-way guy. Yep. So, it's not like – because there was people like, hey, Pickett looks so much better. Or other guards that got drafted. I'm like, yeah, but this is the two-way guy for them that's coming off of an injury. By, this, by the way, he told us at, some, at practice earlier in this week, I don't know if this had been previously reported, but that he had had a setback. That his injury wasn't supposed to take as long to rehab as it did, but he had a setback through the year. So I don't and, know if that it was ever. So out he there. has a setback. He has an injury. He's already undersized. He's not that fast as is, and also this is his first time, you know, not playing competitively, but like in a real game setting in what a year, two yeah. years. Yeah, a year. So like this was, this was our. I think that he was supposed to have that rust. Yeah, uh, and I'm okay with that. Um, I, I, I mean, I, I'm sure that he wished that more shots would have fell. But also, he's a guy that's playing off-ball. He's playing point guard. He's trying to find his way while those other things are going. So this was our first look at him, and, and it felt like it. And, Eric, one of my things is, you know, if when a guy goes one of seven, I, I like to say, like, okay, if he would have gone four of seven, what does his game look like? So he had three points. Let's say instead four of seven, he probably has nine, ten points. And he has two rebounds, two assists, three steals, one block. He yeah. kind of does a lot of stuff, too. My thing with him was it wasn't the missed shots. It was that he was, like, driving the lane and losing the basketball. Like, he was he was having point guard problems. Yeah. He wasn't controlling the offense at all, and he was – That part. That, I mean, that and that's all I care about. I don't care so about – Losing the ball part, I think, is like – It was bad, man. Like, yeah, but I think that's probably a rust thing. I don't – Because he's, he's not known Listen, for that. Listen, I'm not, I'm not planting my flag one side or the other, but I will say that Colin Gillespie is a guy at last – coming out of summer league last year that I was like, this guy's interesting steady. to me. Steady call. He was not steady this game. He wasn't right. steady at all. Like, he was very rusty. He was trying to force things. He, 
there were times when he was like driving play. He was driving the lane and kicking out and doing point guard stuff. But there's a lot of times where I was like, man, it's like it just he's just like making mistakes and like that specifically him like when I'm looking at that I'm like ooh that's like not that's his calling card is being steady so I was like uh, I, I came out like oh I, I don't know. <laughs> not not because he was missing shots yeah. you know yeah yeah you have any Colin did we already go yeah I'm just I'm kind of cool on Colin I'm I'm not that high on him okay. I mean he's small yeah you, you look at him and Jalen Pickett next to each other I mean, one guy has an NBA body, like one guy doesn't. Like Jalen Pickett has an NBA body as a rookie. You know, Colin Gillespie, he's sm- six. I mean, how tall is Probably he? Six foot. Six foot, six, six one. one. Is there a way he's that much taller than me? And he just doesn't really have the build. I I would be very surprised if like Colin Gillespie is an NBA player. I, I just would be. Let's just quickly go to Grant Golden here because we were running long here. But he had six points. He had five assists. He led the game in assists. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he was a minus eight. So it is funny. Kamigate plus two. Grant Golden a minus eight. I know that you can't read too much in this just at summer. Armand league. Franklin plus eight. <laughs> plus eight. There you go. More minutes for him. But um, I just felt like I enjoyed the game more with Grant Golden out there just because I felt like more things were possible. <laughs> That's my big takeaway. Yeah, for sure, because he he's making things happen the entire time. He yeah. he led the, t- the the game in assists, and he only played 14 minutes. Right, yeah, that's yeah. insane. Um, especially as a, as a, as a big man. Also, if you just look at the Nuggets basketball, their big man likes to operate with passing. He likes to get others involved. So, when you look at the two way slots, maybe that's a guy that you can sl- like put in as a two way slot because they have him. They have those options there, and he did things that were right. I, I bet you that he plays a lot more minutes in this next game. I hope so. Maybe so. Yeah, he he got – this is the controversy of of Summer League. We get, we awarded him a yellow ball. He also, oh, really? Yeah. That's why people were mad. He went yeah. three for three. I thought he was great. He was. Well, you had every opportunity to weigh in on the graphic. I will tell you uh, that. I was, I was doing interviews. Oh, you know how it is. You I'm, were, I'm there. Oh, you were doing uh, – I was doing your interviews. Your yeah, job. You were doing your job, job not, yeah. your, not your job. I didn't, I didn't see the – So you weren't so doing after, your job. You were doing your job. After I got okay. out the interviews, I see. The, the, uh, then the ball was already given. So for me, I didn't have strong feelings about him one way or the other. Like, I, I, I don't even look at the box score for Summer League because I think it's ridiculous. Um and he just didn't pop at all, to me really? in any way. No, he, he had didn't. a couple of like really good I get it. Like I mean, like we can talk through. He's a G League guy. He's not an NBA player. Yeah. You can talk. Yeah. Thing is, I don't yeah. think he's an NBA player. I can, <laughs> I can be backfilled, and I can look at like this. He did this and that, and the, but like in summer league, you pop or you don't pop, and that's all there is. Yeah, he's he like, miss cool, a shot. He cool, didn't miss but this doesn't matter. I don't know. I don't know what to say. He didn't pop to me at all. No, because I don't. Because he's not an NBA player. I think almost this is like we're saying the same things. So it's like what's yeah, the goal? It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. But it was fun, <laughs> and I do think that there is a world in which. And I look, I think the Nuggets really like Grant Golden in their system because he is the bet closest you're going to get to Jokic. It allows you, and honestly, that's my big takeaway, and why I said I liked when he was on the court. They were running the dribble handoff game. Yeah. The paint was open, and there were cutting lanes and things like that. So. Um, it's less even about what does he mean for the Nuggets as a player and more about just what did he do to allow the other guys to play sure. a, a, a better game. So I would not be surprised if Grant Golden walked out of Summer League with a two-way contract. Could happen. I'll say that. Yeah. Not because of what he could be for the Nuggets, but what he could be for the organization. Yeah. Did we head out? What's the worst color ball? Blue? Blue. Blue balls? Did we give any blue balls? <laughs> to, uh, to yeah, vote we last did. Night. <laughs> you should never. We gave blue balls to Colin Gillespie and Ishmael Kamagata. I think it was a fair. But you know what? If there was a color that was even worse than blue, there would have been one recipient yesterday at Thomas and Mack Center. 
And that would have oh been the number God. one overall pick, oh Victor Wembenyama. Ice cubes. Oh, man, Flo's really going to hate this show. <laughs> Kamagate and Wembenyama both getting the bad grades here. Um, Wembenyama's debut doesn't, doesn't mean anything because we all know. Like, he's a big prospect. It's a long-term play, all this, that. It went horribly. Horribly. That was among the worst debuts from a top player that I have seen because I only caught the second half because we were running back and come back. He made every kind of bad play yeah. in the second half. Mm -hmm. He had an air ball. Yep. He bricked it off the backboard because yep. he threw it too hard. So he was short on one, way too long on another. Got the ball stolen from him. Um, you know, got dunked on. Like he had Bro. everything happen to him where you're just like, dude, how do you keep finding new ways? That was. That, that was wild. I don't even know if you need to have a take, but that was kind of wild to watch. <laughs> There's never been a bigger gap. This is the problem with hype. Oh, it is. So that true. was the biggest hype expectation to hype letdown that I think I've ever <laughs> experienced. I was. This, that, that's the thing. It's like you. You were so um, disappointed. You walked out of the arena at halftime. We left. We literally <laughs> left. We were like, oh. This is not worth. We, I mean, we, this is not worth. I love it that you our, were like bored from it. We got in our seats early. The Nuggets were the first game or the second, and we were just like, "Well, we're staying here because we're going to see the debut of Wemby. This is going to be a historic moment. This is going to be I a think seminal is, moment in NBA history." I think it was a watershed moment, but the water being shed. Oh. Like, I think <laughs> I, this is going to be like we're going to look back and be like, "Oh, what? That was wild, dude! I cannot believe how badly that dude got punked." He wasn't that he just missed shot. That man got punked. Yeah, he did get punked. Yeah, the expectations were way, way, way too high for him, and I think that the moment was too big for him. Um, <laughs> it was. It was. The, it was it's actually not like a huge moment, man. It's Thomas and Max. No, 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 no. But the, eye, not, the eyes are there. there. The it's eyes not, are on. It's him. it's yes. the eyes are all on him. Everybody. He's wanted played to in come packed arenas many, many, many times. Yeah, but not in the NBA. Not where you know you are the guy that everybody came to see and he just he was not ready for that moment where he even said crazy things in the interview just like he got in a know, fight with his I coach. didn't know what I was doing out there he did yes I wouldn't call it a fight all the same the, the first game of summer league and you're getting in a verbal a visible verbal uh tete-a-tete -tete with your coach yeah like that's look, bad I don't, I don't think I think that he's still going to be a good player, and we don't, you know, want to put too much into it. But for that, to, for that to I'm be out. the debut, you're out. I'm out. Everything, <laughs> everything that everybody like that the doubter said about him, he showed in that first game. It was he's like out. I'm out, dude. I saw Chet last year, smaller, similar build. Chet looks tough. Chet, Chet is tough. Chet is tough. Victor Wembanyama is the softest player I've seen play in the NBA. I, I swear <laughs> that, to God. This, this part is not hyperbole. That is the number one thing I would say about him yesterday. Is he just soft. looks soft, man. Yeah, I, soft. My take was Bull Bull looked 20 times better <laughs> in his he, summer he league played debut. with anger. Like, Maybe dude, new Phoenix Victor Sun Wembenyama, Bull Bull. Victor Wembanyama played yesterday like he was apologizing for being 6'7". <laughs> he didn't play in the paint. He has no post-up game. None. Yeah. Zero. Yeah. He does not protect the rim at all. He did no big man stuff at all. He looked like he just played like stretched out Will Barton, but he didn't make any shots. Well, that's what's funny about it. And I will say we can cue that outro music because we're going long. And we got to get out of here. Um, but I will say that's the thing is Victor Wembanyama in an empty gym is doing crossovers and sidesteps and all that stuff. And you're like, this is awesome. And then you watch him just summer league and you're like, he's never going to do that. No. <laughs> like, come on, man. It's hard to get he's that. He's going to try to do it. It takes 
five seconds for the ball to leave his hand and hit, hit the ground. The ground yeah. A lot the of guy time for steal it. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I I'm not out on Victor, but I did think that I'm it was out. a hilariously horrible debut for a player that has had it more hype than just about anyone since LeBron. So it was kind of funny. Guys, we're enjoying ourselves in Vegas. Maybe a little bit too much. We made it. Hey. We made it through today at the Hangover <laughs> Show. Has anybody seen Brendan vote? Oh, he he's left a long time. Ago. I hope that he's not. I hope Brendan hasn't seen him. I hope he's not looked deep inside. I don't think he'll Where like what he sees. Where is he? I don't think he'll like what's looking back at him. Guys, we got another day in Vegas here. We're gonna be go have some fun. No, he did not protect the rim. Oh, so blocked. Yeah, I was just about no, to say No, he that. did not. No, he didn't. <laughs> I mean, I, he he did, but he also got dunked on. Well, maybe he did in the he second. He had five blocks. Maybe he did in the second half, but I was the f out. I was. So it doesn't matter. I was physically and mentally out on Victor Wembanyama. He, he had five blocks. <laughs> uh, all right, everybody, smash that like button for us on the way out. See you guys later. I bet they were.